for you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't No, I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, I've been down. Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ishmael from Dad Is Not a Noun. I want to thank everyone who has subscribed to the YouTube channel and just the audio podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms. My goal with Dad Is Not A Noun is to do my part to change the narrative for men of color and fatherhood. I am not a father, but I am a fan of great fathers, and this platform is dedicated to you. I created this YouTube channel while my job was shut down due to COVID-19, and it has been an amazing experience to talk to so many amazing people with the mindset of community. One of my favorite interviews was with Principal Tabari Wallace, who's been on Ellen, and his story's been shared on all major networks for an in-depth conversation on why he was named the Principal of the Year in 2018, and also discuss the amazing work that he's doing now. Um, I hope you guys love the interview. Please like, subscribe, share, pass the message. And again, thank you. Thank you for the bottom of my heart for uh, being a part of this wonderful experience of Dad is Not a Now. Peace. Mr. Wallace. How you doing, boss man? I'm doing fine, sir. How you doing on this lovely Thursday? Oh, it's beautiful down south, boss man. Beautiful down south. It is. That's why I have to take this outside, man. It's just it's <laughs> too much of a beautiful day just to waste inside, man. That's true. That's true. You know, I might join you. I just finished cooking on the grill, so I might need to go ahead and go out there just like you just did. Oh, man, I didn't get that invitation. I'm about to send it to you overnight, buddy, overnight. <laughs> That's right, man. I appreciate that, man. I do, man. But again, I thank you for taking the time to chat it up with me. I really appreciate it. I know you got a lot on your plate, you know, figuring out the game plan of what you're going to do for your seniors for graduation. So you got a lot going on. So again, I appreciate, you know, the little things like this, you know, because people's time is valuable. And the time yes. that we waste, we can never take back. So the time I get to talk, to get a chance to talk to people like yourself, you know, I, 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 I I value that very much. So, again, thank you very much. Oh, no problem. And we always make time. You know, I saw the superintendent was on um, uh, earlier this week. And uh, it's, it's, it's people like yourselves, personalities like yourselves that actually promote positively and actually uh, uh, positivity. And that um, 
And then you actually promote, you know, the person and the good things. You focus on the good things about things. So we always make time for you to do that. So you keep doing your thing, boss. I appreciate that. And then one thing I want to um, thank you for, you know, we talk about essential workers, essential workers. And under that mm -hmm. umbrella, you have grocery workers, delivery truck runners, you have nurses, you have doctors. And under that umbrella should be teachers, uh, principal, superintendents. The reason why is even though there's no students in that building, you guys have to go to that building and create um, things to keep them learning or, or, uh, for, for a while. So, again, I want to thank you for all the hard work you, you've done and been doing. So thank you. Through this crisis, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And, and now that you mentioned that, a lot of people don't understand the compensatory attendance laws um, in every state. Uh, you're required by law to go to school per the allotted time. You know, here's right. 185 days. So just because we have a pandemic doesn't mean school stops because per the Constitution, right. everyone has a right to an education. So right. what you said was exactly right in regards to, you know, uh, teachers and administrators and school employees being in the protected class of essential personnel. So right. Kudos to you for saying that, boss man. At least somebody's noticing it in America. I'm gonna tell you that. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I know you've been everywhere. You've been on a uh, ABC, NBC, uh, Glenn Black, everywhere, and everything they've been talking about is what you did for your um, uh, seniors, which I think mm -hmm. is important. But at the same time, I do believe there's more to that story than you know, putting up signs and going to the different houses and saying, you know, you're not alone, which is important. But at the same time, I felt like what's missing in that story is about that story of you laying that groundwork, that system in place for those students to thrive. Because a lot of things that has been missing through the conversation is that, you know, you've been to three schools in the past six years and transferred them, transferred them. You know, and so they call you the uh, transfer expert. You know, <laughs> transfer go into expert, school, yep. you go into schools that's not doing well, you lay out a system, and through that system, they thrive. To me, when I think of sports, I think of you like Larry Brown. Because if you think about it, <laughs> Larry Brown, everywhere he plays, everywhere he goes, that, that team becomes successful. So can you talk about that system you put in place to make those schools thrive? Okay, the first thing I do at each one of the three schools, I transfer the culture of the building to be from uh, teacher-centered and result-centered to student-centered. Right. Um, people don't understand, uh, those students, those little babies that we serve, they're the ones that do all the work. They're the ones that have to sit there for four hours and take that long test. Right. Now, a lot of people overlook that. They just think, oh, they'll take it because it's in front of them. But no, they're human beings just like everybody else. They need to be motivated. Right. So what we do is get a culture. And as I try to tell my teachers, culture drives academics. If you have a problem with behavior management in your class, if you have a problem with students completing your work, participating in class, that is a classroom culture problem that, again, the adult needs to remedy. And how right. you remedy that is you get the students feedback from that. Tell them, ask the kids, how best do you learn? What do I need to do differently? Did I? Am I going at the right pace? Am I right. going too slow? I mean, once the kids see you ask those type of questions and you give them a seat at the table, then, they, then they'll take care of the rest because they had a voice in the journey that they need to complete. So the formula is pretty much I invest in my human capital. 
Um, I start with the students and make sure the students have extrinsic motivational cues. And in the other two middle schools, they were in the form of clubs. You know, kids love to have fun. So if you have a 75 and above, you can go into that club. Um, and that makes them, gets them to do their work and keep that going. It also strikes up that social, that social component, whereas in your club, let's say you're in intramurals and me and you are on a basketball team, we got three others. Where our right. center now has dropped below 75. What is me and you going to be doing tomorrow? We're going to be right. with that center in the cafeteria getting him right, right so he'll be right. So it's almost like hurting the whole system. So right. we, we did that. Right now we have the free time because our kids are, are an hour and a half apart from each other. Right. Um, because we serve so large of an area, we use it as the hour lunch. Right. And the hour lunch is if you keep that 75 and above, you can be, again, take the hour lunch. If you don't have the 75 and above, though, you have to go into remediation to get to that 75. So you only get 30 minutes. Right. So that's that student piece. And we also give students a we always give students a voice. I don't ever right. make a move without talking to my kids, you know, the right. things that we're doing, the improvements we're making, the kids always have, and they know that, I and mean, it's open door policy. Then on the teacher side, again, always invest in your human capital, never results. If you invest in your human capital, the results will take care of themselves. Right. On teachers, we have personalized professional development. And what that means is we rarely do wholesale professional development unless it's in regards to culture building or something like that, right? All right. Um, or, or actually cultural desensitization, too. We did that this year, which was awesome. We reduced right. the um, discipline um, offenses or this objective discipline offenses where you right. know a lot of our marginalized um, citizens always get right. misinterpreted as far as right. disrespect, aggressive behavior, those right. kind of things that it's up to the teacher to how they feel about the act that the kid versus where the referral comes from. So that was a beautiful one. So if you're doing wholesale ones like that, that's beautiful. Um, but let's say in classroom management, you have zero referrals in your class and I right. have a hundred. Why right. are me and you sitting in the same classroom management, professional development or seminar? You don't need to right. be in there. You got figured out. I don't. You right. see what I'm saying? So right. our approach is you get to go and work on something you want to work on, whether it be right. instructional uh, pedagogy or whether it be the standards of uh, breaking down the standards. It could be any right. sort of thing that you want to do. So therefore, teachers know, as you said earlier in your introduction, time is valuable. Teachers' time is valuable. They don't want to sit in something that they don't need. So that's what I do with the teachers. And I also make sure the teachers know I can answer right. anything. Um, right. My door is always open. So encompass all what I just said, all the aforementioned, with a baseline of love. They all know I will run through a fire with gasoline shorts on for them. They all know that nobody outside that building is going to mess with them without the principal going in on them. They all know that if a, if their kid is bad, that this administration is going to make sure we take care of the kid so they don't right. fear us. Like nothing a kid can tell me when they get up there, when the teacher saw it and they write it in right. pen. And that's, I do my investigation. So there's no getting out of a referral. Right. So when teachers know you have their back, the kids know you have their back, again, the results take care of themselves. You ain't got to worry about it. I love that. And then I love the key component of how you utilize your football days to school when it comes to tribalism. Mm -hmm. well, hear me out. Mm -hmm. okay. I love how you use it's us against them. Because sometimes in the education system, it's usually inside the school where you have students compete with other students. You flipped the script. What you did is say, you know, it's not about student versus student. It's our school against their school. So everyone plays their part. So can you elaborate more about that, please? 
Okay, we always brand. Every school that I've been to, we bring a mantra and we bring some type of new brand that's exciting and kid-friendly in their language. Um, in the first school, we used the mantra of uh, one vision, one mission, one soul. Uh, right. We were the Trojans, so you know we was in battle. It's our soul, right. you know, and the kids screamed it every day. And they and I always play with the teachers. They never know what's coming during right. the announcements. I go through the announcements and then I end it. Remember, right. always at Havelock Little, we are one vision, one right. mission, and then the kids scream one soul, and it irks the teachers so bad. But that's just my little that that's me and the kids joke on the teachers, you know, and that's right. why they're like, "What's wrong? Do it right. again today. Do it again. I want to get them." Um, we did the same thing with H.J. McDonald. It was one vision, one school, one squad. And I right. put the squad in there because at that time, that was a key word to the kids. Everybody was right. squad up, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we put that in there, and the kids screamed it. We painted it all over. And the reason why that squad meant so much, just like you said, us against them, you know, in a positive competition type yeah. way, yes. um, they redistrict that school, H.J. McDonald, and they put four projects in the same school. Wow. There was only one project within the whole city that went to the other school, which was our right. arch nemesis city. Um, right. So I had to come up with something that culturally was viable. Right. Um, and that people could identify with and get behind kids. Right. It's just like me and you and I, we get behind a movement. You know, it's yes. rarely we'll create a movement for ourselves, but we sure yeah. will get in something that's already going and, oh, and really yeah, give definitely. it our own. And that's what they did. So once they hear the squad, you know, it's us getting it. We're not supposed to beat them. Right. They're, you know, they have it all. We don't have anything. It's us against them, but we're going to get through this together. And dag, if them kids didn't pull it off. And that's fast awesome. forward to last year, uh, West Raven <laughs> High School, and this is the toughest school in the county. This is the toughest right. one. Um, we service, again, a uh, four, uh, 485 square mile of right. rule. That means we don't have a, a highway to go straight to someplace. We go through right. winding roads. I mean, it's very right. rural. And the only time it comes together is at school. So historically, they had West Side was the best side and all these kind of chants. But when I got there, I came up with ride or fly. And when I, like I first that. said it, the kids didn't know what I was talking about. We did ride or fly, but what do you mean? It sounds good, but what does it right. mean? And I said, let me tell y'all something what it means. And I and I did this. I said, I did this at a parent forum. And the kids loved it because the parents was like, um, I said, okay, <laughs> ride or fly, let me define it. Ride or fly means either you're going to ride with us while we accomplish our goals and change right. the future and overcome every challenge that presented with us, right? or we're going to take you on a, on a flight. And right. then I pause, and everybody look at me like, what you mean take us on a flight? Well, we're the eagles, okay? Right. And we all know how eagles hunt. That's they right. come down and scoop you up with their talons. They yep. take you high up over right. the mountaintop, and then they drop you. And then That's they come right. down, and then they finish you off when they get back down. Okay, right. so if you ride a fly, either you're going to ride with us or we're going to take you on a flight. We're going to drop you over there. We're going to continue on our journey because nobody's going to stop us from being the best high school in the state of North Carolina. You know what that kind of reminds me of? Remember the uh, Mighty Ducks and the Flying Bee? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that in the speech. I'm going to put that in the speech now. Now that you done gave me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like that. Yes, you got me. Yes, yes. But going back to your premise, that's important. But also, what I did love too is that program that you established that you don't see in a lot of schools. The the mentor internship uh, aspect. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, it's Career Academy. Um, and 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 I gotta get. I can't say Career Academy without giving you the origins. Um, okay. And that kind of uh, fortifies what I said earlier. 
in yes. regards to making sure you're personalizing your support for each and every staff and student in that building. Right. Um, when I got to West Craven, I found out that only 30 percent, 29 to 30 percent of the students went to college. So I asked the administrators that were still there and the teachers during the first half meeting, I said, well, what? Okay, we know where this 30% of the seniors, when they leave our care, when they go, right. what about the other 70%? What right. what happened to them? Well, Mr. Wallace, we, we don't know. I mean, we, I mean, they graduated. I mean, it's just, no, no, it is our responsibility. It, it, you don't just let them go out the door without any support or knowing that we do our job. Right. So we came up with Career Academy, and Career Academy was really formulated to address the 70% of my students that didn't go to college. And right. I had to find a way to ensure that me and you know you cannot make it in, on minimum wage in this in this world. That's so, so true. So you see, if they graduate from our school right. and they go work at a minimum wage job, I didn't do my job. I did not prepare my children for a 21st century future. I did not do it. And I right. take that seriously. Right. So Career Academy, what that does is it sets up the kids. The kids choose a track. And the track, they go through all these foundational courses. They go to career management where they get to peruse all the tracks right. so they can make an informed decision. And right. when they become their second semester of their sophomore year, they choose a track. And these tracks right. can be anything from um, mechatronics, which is uh, engineering in high school, the pre-basis, the foundation of engineering, um, right. welding, um, advanced manufacturing, culinary, uh, uh, interior design, nursing. Right. So when you leave us, you're already a nursing assistant. Um, firefighting, all you got to do is take the burn test when you leave us and you're a full functioning firefighting. ROTC track, as when you finish boot camp, you're already an E3. Now, oh, wow. anybody in the military know you come out, you're 18 year old and you're an E3 straight out of boot camp, you're special. I mean, you're something. That's right, you're on your way. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> um, animal <laughs> sciences, um, agriculture, wow. when you with the animal sciences piece, you could come right out and be a veterinarian assistant. Right. And, it, and you can keep going if you want to be a veterinarian. Um, we also have agriculture, anything with the greenhouse, planet, plants, farming, farm, wow. uh, uh, farming machinery, anything with that, you come out with your industry certification in that. And I think it's one more. And then our IT track. And there's wow. three of them. You know, IT okay. is so massive. Yes. And then next year, the kids even get to get their drone pilot license when they leave. Really? We're deploying wow. that next year. Yes, sir. That's so amazing. when you go into those, you take four of those courses via the CTE at the end of right. that. You go out into the field your final semester, your second right. semester of your senior year, and you have an apprenticeship, an internship, job shadowing, or job opportunity, depending on which business picks you up. Right. And these businesses have a voice because they serve on our uh, Career Academy Business Advisory Committee where they can oh, wow. tell us as teachers what they want us to work on that is specific to that track. Right. You see what I'm saying? You don't want your nurses taking all these crazy sciences that don't take anatomy and physiology. That doesn't make any sense. I totally you see agree. What I'm you take earth right. science, biology, right. that may have something to do with it. Earth right. science, biology, physical science, and let's say you take chemistry. Okay, right. you're not going to pharmacy school. You're going to be in a, a nurse assistant. So you definitely have to take anatomy and physiology to complete that yes. track. But that's just an example of their, their take and what they wanted us to do and how we switched it up. And then at the end, once they finish, you take your test and you get an industry certification from the state of North Carolina and all the business cohorts. So you can go right into a job right after high school making right. above minimum wage. And I think the average right here down here is anywhere from 15 to 19 dollars. And also translation. We got translation, too. We can make you a translator in Spanish and French. Wow. As long as you finish our track. And before we get off this subject, the best thing about this thing is. 
we get to avoid the community college admissions process. Yes. You go straight through. Even if you graduate, right. you have to take new courses. You go straight through it to the community college. You ain't got to worry about it. And then you can finish your track there. So that's the beautiful partnership we have between Craven and uh, Craven Community College and Craven County Schools. And I think it's really important because I remember the one thing that Killer Mike said is that not a lot of kids are going to make it to college. But at least if you set a, pa a path where they can take a trade, something like technical, where when they get out of high school, they'll have a job into whatever they want to get into. Because usually when you get into high school, you graduate, you go to college, that's when you kind of figure out what you want to do. And the beauty of your system is that while they are in high school, they're already figuring out what they want. So when they graduate from high school, there is already a direct leap from high school into their profession. So overall, the beauty of it is that you found that uh, special sauce when it comes to it takes a village to raise a kid. So you have yep. the community together to raise the human capital. So when they're ready to go, they're already uh, providing to, 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 to their county, their state, and to the, to the country. Yeah, and, and, and we're also filling jobs that a lot of people don't know exist or, or don't have right. the training to. Job-specific training, we're providing right. that already. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the best thing about it is these businesses out here that's looking to hire people, you already know this person. I've worked with you for, for five months. Yes. You graded me. You gave me my senior grade right. you know, for that particular course. You know who I am. So usually after graduation, it's like, come on, we've already trained you. We've already invested in you. Come on, we're going to go ahead and take you. And then you're going, now you have a job. And again, it's way above minimum wage. That's the most beautiful thing you're experienced. So it's way above minimum wage. And then the key thing is, I forgot to add to this conversation, is that they stay in the community. Because a lot of times what happens is when people graduate from high school, they go to college, they never come back home. And so that's that right. capital that could have helped build that community is somewhere else helping another community. So you're, you're keeping bodies home. And I think that's the big uh, take back when you, when, because of that program you set up. You're keeping people home to invest home, you know, and I think that's the most important thing. That's right. And, and you know, to keep them home, when you go to college, you usually stay in that college town for yeah. at least five to ten years. Uh, but yeah. we're keeping them here. But, I mean, it, it's, it's just a, it's just a beautiful thing for everybody to come together to lay a pathway and a foundation down for a child to be successful. It's beautiful. Again, Craven is investing in their community capital, especially at West Craven High School. I don't know what the rest of them are doing, right. but we're making sure that we're, we're taking care of ours. And then like, one thing is, like, I did uh, do my research, like I always do. Um, I love how you brought up that uh, the, the two terms, the three terms, uh, equality, equity, and liberation. Can you break down those three words when it per pertains to education? Yes. Um, and, and we and, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen my speeches on the on the website, but, uh, yeah. you know, we do. a. I, I, I am actually a motivator, motivational speaker and I'm on the equity state goal team um, right. that's charged with deploying the action step to all educational institutions. Um, but equity um, actually I'm start with equality. Equality okay. is pretty much like this. Um, and I like to use this scenario. Equality, when it came down, you know, when you when when you're doing everything equal, it's like someone giving us or only providing us with Reeboks, okay? Right. All right, now I know, you know, some people may wear Reeboks, kudos to them, but, you know, I wear Jordans, you know, they're comfortable on my feet. 
Um, other people wear um, Uggs. Uh, ladies love to wear boots. Some love to wear high heels. Some like to wear the kids. I mean, I could go on and on. We all have our personal likes in regards to our footwear. So you right. giving me a pair of Reeboks is not doing me any good because, again, I'm not going to wear them, number one. Number two, I don't need them. And really, you just call yourself checking a box because you made everything equal. Right. Okay, equity, I like to have reference you back to that little sign that used to be that little meme that used to be with the three people looking over yes. the fence. Yes, I remember that. Yes. When, yeah, you see that with one box and then the other yes. one had two boxes because they were yes. short. Okay. Now, the one thing with that, what really bothers me is you're – when, when you give somebody something, um, to me, I think you're weakening them. You can give them a step. You can give them a jump start to get them on their way. Um, right. But it's just like you teaching your child how to ride a bike when you hold that seat. You don't keep yep. holding that seat running a mile down the road behind your child. You got to let it go. You know, so with that, you're boosting them up, you know, to, to look over and you're giving them stuff. To me, that's weakening. What I right. advocate for is that last slide, what you saw was liberation. Remove the wall. That wall they were looking over, true liberation and true the future of where we need to be if this country is right. going to move forward, is move the wall. And when I say the wall, the wall is that barrier to opportunity. That's what the new equity definition is that people are trying to kind of, they get a little anxious when you talk about equity. When, you know, when I yeah. do my speeches, room gets quiet and people start looking down. But right. we need to talk about it because we need to fix it. If you remove that barrier to opportunity, everybody right. else can earn themselves their keep. They can earn and have a stake in everything that they do, and they can actually be the master of their futures. You know, I mean, you know, we all know that there is some concerns in regards to equity when it comes to where you can live. Yes. The, the loans you can get to make sure right. that you um, better yourself, right. um, the institutions you can get in. You know, it's always some type of application process. My man Dino the Barber's up there. He knows exactly. Craig, Craig Community College <laughs> Friday, baby. How you doing? Dino. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. On our next on our next interview, I gotta tell you about this man. He's a life, he's a okay. childhood life, lifelong friend, man. And this man started from the bottom and he is at the top. He is a master barber and he is in charge. He is the wow. instructor dog at Craven Community College. That's big time to come That's from awesome. Duffield from where we grew up at, where we weren't supposed to make it. Neither meet neither. Him nor me supposed to be here right now. Um, so kudos to you, Dino. I'll holler at you in a minute. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we all have those, those barriers, the opportunity, right. as I said, in all those areas. And a lot of people don't know, but it's in healthcare as well. I mean, it's, 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 it's in healthcare as well. I mean, your wait time, if you come in without insurance and you're marginalized, you're usually going right. to wait four, five, six hours. I mean, it's in a lot of, it's in insurance. You know, yeah. your different rates for your loans. For some reason, me and you can have the same thing on paper, on our application paper. Yep. All right. You were of the majority and I was of the minority. Right. Because my name is Kabar and you can tell it's ethnic. Okay. Yes. And against something else that, that was very, um, I guess people would call normal or, you know, the, right. a regular name. Yes. Um, my percentage is usually going to be higher and nobody can right. explain why. They did a study right. up in the Northeast about this and they presented it to the state board last year. And right. I mean, I'm looking at that presentation and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, and, 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 and that's why they call it institutional, because you don't right. see it, you know. Yes. So these are the things that until we address it again, our people, our marginalized population in this great country will never be able to, again, pull themselves forward and sustain their own wealth and sustain their own purpose. And we will continue to need the, the Medicare, the Medicaid, and the Social Security social nets that continue to take up 20 to 30% of our gross product in this state. 
you know, you want to see why we can't have infrastructure, we can't do all these grandiose things. Okay, if you take care of the marginalized society, remove the barrier, to, the barrier to opportunity, then we will not have this problem. You can use that twenty percent to do the other stuff with. Hey, give another tax cut if you want, but everybody else will be straight as long as you take care of the marginalized people in this society. And the key thing is that word liberation. You know, it's a it's a positive, positive, powerful word. But at the same time, it's a politically correct, incorrect term because a lot of people kind of feel kind of sensitive about that term. So, how do you um, change the narrative on that word liberation? Well, you know what's funny? Uh, it's funny when we get to this wordplay. This room, right. <laughs> it's real funny. Liberation, it, it, it is. Um, politically uh, incorrect in some eyes until they need to use it. Yes. Um, as you can see, it's the recent protest as far as they open up the states. I saw that word being kicked around a whole lot. Right. Um, and it, it, it tickles me, you know. But liberation is exactly that. One, one person's uh, motivation and desire to free oneself from some type of bondage, whether it be tangible or intangible. Right. Um, so um, I, I had it on my slide. I could have used the word future. Right. Because I think future, they, 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 they correct the hues of right. the characters and they do all this and that. And we could say future, but it right. is exactly what it is. Until we liberate ourselves from these preconceived notions, right. and it's up to me and you to serve as the teachers in this realm to educate the misinformed that no, this is not a liberation that in order for me to liberate myself, I have to take something from you. I don't want anything right. from you. I just want right. to be able to, to provide for my family and then right. make sure everything's on an equal playing field that, right. again, I won't be subjected to certain things or have extended background checks or have this and that just because of the way my name is spelled. You right. know, treat me the same as you treat the other one because, again, right. we all must move forward. A house divided cannot stand. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, also, because I know you're a busy guy, uh, I know you got things you do, and I'm, I can smell that uh, barbecue from from the screen. <laughs> yeah, see, I was doing it up this morning. Look, I got the towel and everything. So, so uh, you know, every principal has a nickname. Um, what did the students give you? What's your nickname? They always mess with me. Uh, some of the, uh, the the cheerleaders and all love to play with me. That my name, you know, they love messing with me. They call me um, uh, Wally Wall. That that that's one of the uh, what's up, Wally Wall. They say that K Lift. You're looking at it. I'm talking about you, baby, because you always say, "What's up, Wally Wall?" You know what I'm saying? But when I first got there, um, because and I know Dino probably shoot on on this. Um, I always walk around the school with a bullhorn. Okay. And I walk around the school with a bull on it. was like, oh, my God, that's so draconian. I was like, no, it's the biggest deterrent you could ever have. And that's, that's why right. I don't have to get on any kid. As long as I flip that bull horn up, they see I'm about to get them there, get in line and do what they need to do. Yes. Um, so I don't have a high referral rate. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> but they, 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 they love to call me Joe. They'll say Joe Clark. Uh, you know, the kids right. are teasing me, man. Joe Clark, Joe Clark, come here, Clark. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I will say that. It was Joe, Joe Clark is the one. But that's if you go one. to East Carolina, it's going to be Snoop. Joe Clark is the one. But if you go to East Carolina, it'll be Snoop. Yeah, they got Jabari Snoop but, Wallace. But I heard a little birdie told me, uh, you know, because you got a million views on Shade Room, I heard they call you the shit. They call you Shade Room. Because Man, oh, they, they do. The you kids. Vi yeah, they, they, viral, so they call you Shade Room. <laughs> Shade Room Wallace, brother. And that, that's recent, though. That happened like two weeks ago. So that's recent. Yeah. <laughs> 
the kids look, look, I see them in the store now because I don't get to see them. They're not in school, but it's like, Wallace, man, you all up in the shade room. Shade room, baby. That's what it is from now on. Shade room, shade room. <laughs> I was like, you got it. <laughs> but I do got a nickname for you. I know we talked about it before. You know, I've been a big fan of Saved by the Bell. I know you watched Saved by the Bell before. So what do you think about the black Mr. Belding? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hey, where, where we're going, look, look, where we're going in this 21st century, that's exactly what it might have to be, boss, man. The black Mr. Bell, and I'll tell you that. Can someone <laughs> create hashtag like a hashtag out. or something? You know, because I remember um, I, I found out that they're remaking it. They're doing like a reboot of Saved by the Bell. So I'm they assuming are. they haven't found the principal yet. So I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> well, but can we get someone out do. there to start a, a, a movement on Twitter? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's make it happen. I'm going to get my man Dino to set it off. You know, on, Dino. Come to let's set it off. We need someone to kind of put this together. <laughs> exactly. I, I would invite, you know, the Saved by the Bell Consortium or anybody listening to just come out to uh, West Craven High School between the hours of 12 and 1 during our one hour lunchtime. That is exactly what you'll see saved by the bell. You're going to be like, what in the world? What is all these kids just walking around? Well, they're walking around because we trust them. They earned it. They have their 75 and above. They want to see their friends. And they're not going to mess up their school. I mean, that's how you have to trust the kids. If you lock them down all the time, as soon as you walk away, they're going to put graffiti on the wall because you keep locking them down. Love your kids. Invest in your babies. They're yours. You're with them for seven hours out the day. You feed them. You teach them. You make sure they're safe. You take care of all their needs. If they need something outside, externally, you go and take care of it. If they, if they need a phone call so they can get into college, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Our nurses there, we are really the first stop in our area for health care because our, my constituency can't afford it. I mean, right. so you do all that investing and you take care of those babies. Why don't you trust them? Why you do all that and want to lock them down, make them walk in lines? They got to sit in this area. They got to be quiet. They're kids. They're That's kids. Right. You know, we get mad when we got to be quiet in meetings when the presenter be like, okay, I don't want any talking. We feel some type of way. Right. I mean, I'm grown. What are you going to tell me to stop talking? You know, so the kids feel the same way. They haven't done anything right. wrong. Don't let them be kids. So that's that's, right. that's pretty much that. So that's what you'll see when you come out there. It is saved by the bell time from 12 to 1. That's West Craven right. High School. Ride or fly, baby. Ride or that's fly. Ride or fly. My last question of the day, you know, when I think of black excellence in the encyclopedia, your face up there like, <laughs> so my last question what does black excellence mean to you black excellence means leading by example making sure you're taking care of your family i love your little tag dad is not a noun um I, it you 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 have to lead and the biggest thing you do when you make it make sure that you make sure that you reach back and assist somebody right. else that didn't make it you know, don't get up here, okay, I made it, it's up to you to get it. We have to propel our entire culture, our entire movement, our entire population. We have to propel ourselves forward. And we got to begin to start taking care of ourselves financially in regards to that reciprocal type of financing that goes out. All of, all of the African-American dollars go out. We yes. go out to others. You know, there's a store from um, foreigners, you know, people that, uh, you know, immigrants in here, that it's a store in each one of our communities. That should right. be ours. We should be cycling that so we can begin to build up our, you know, our communities and take care of our people. 
And that's how we begin to expand. As they always say, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Okay, I can help you pull that bootstrap up. You know, that's being, you know, that God has blessed me to be in the position that I'm at. So black excellence means exactly that. Lead by example. Make sure you're taken care of. Make sure you're a pillar of your community and you're reaching back to help somebody um, to get where you are because you're already there and you're already in a position to make that happen for that person. I love it, man. At the end of the day, the beauty of black excellence is we have to look at ourselves as being black capital. You know, we are black mm -hmm. capital. We have worthy and we have to utilize what we have. And that's the great thing about uh, uh, us as people of color is that we, we can turn nothing into something. You know, we're the greatest, uh, in a, we, we're the greater, greatest innovators. You know, when mm -hmm. it comes to music, science, name down the list, we're the great innovators. And so sometimes it's great to look to the past, to utilize that resource and bring it on to the future. Uh, Principal Wallace, thank you for your time. I truly appreciate it, man. Much love, man. Enjoy that barbecue. You know, if you need to, you know, do another IG live, show off your skills. <laughs> hey, let's do it, man. You let me know, boss. You let me know. Anytime you call, I'm going to answer. Yes, man. You know that, boss, man. All right, man. Much love. Thank you, man. You have a good day, all right? All right. You do the same, big time. All right. Peace. Peace. All for you, yeah, yo. There will never it matters, and even more when you feel like it doesn't. Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't. No, I'm right alongside you. He but that I'm behind you, but always got you. Hinder discussion, nothing means more. First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for. Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours, and know that I ain't see a better view yet. I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret. Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak to change what a partake. Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway. My job is to aware you, fully loaded, prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, in all, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down. Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. My message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out, if it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.